trigger warning for this podcast may contain explicit sexual material unlike every other episode we've ever done what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of nerd nostalgia podcast in this episode the trio is talking about some steven spielberg movies we talk about our favorites we try to guess each other's favorites it's really a chaotic episode, as is our brand, as is our genre, but please follow along. As always, guys, head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five-star, tell your friends, family, and coworkers. We are at 187 ratings. Let's get to 200. Help us get there. All right, y'all know the drill. Before we get started, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. I'm Miho Nishizumi, and this is Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. And thanks for stopping by, Panzer Vore. Oh, and fuck you, Brian, with an I. <laughs> All right, guys. Good morning, afternoon, or night, whenever we're finding you. Welcome to the Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. I'm Brian. We have with me... The bearded Trey, say hello. Hi. And the newly employed Irvin, say hi with your sweet little face. Hello. Sweet little face. Hello. Hola. That's for our Spanish listeners. Today, we're going to go through a list of every single Steven Spielberg movie <laughs> out there and just talk about it. For, I'm just kidding. That's so and ad <laughs> nauseum. One hour each. Uh, no nice. um, we're gonna do a battle, a battle royale <laughs> oh god no no <laughs> no um the stupid idea we're, we're talking about uh, steven spielberg movies today or films if you're a nerd Irvin, let's start with you even though trey wants to go first but his enthusiasm became his downfall no 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 trey no 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 i just i defer. just want to say i just want to say that i for my not knowing where this was going, that this is actually perfect because there's so much that fits. Have you come up with a movie yet? He's only directed like 40. <laughs> I have, and it's clearly going to be The Goonies. I'm joking, I'm joking. If you were trying so to be... So you're DQ'd because he didn't direct The Goonies. He didn't? Did it? No. Oh no, he didn't. Good, good call. Fuck you, Trey. DQ. Yeah, you should have just let him run with it, and then you could have gotten the DQ win afterwards. God damn, Trey. No, immediately I went. First game. I went first, game. and I went finally. If you're trying to impress somebody, then I would, uh, I would go with Schindler's List. All right, all right, Trey. What's your pick? So you have to, you have to do one that's based off a book, right? And there's a lot. He's done a lot of adaptations of books okay tell us tell us tell us what color purple is about because brian's face is also saying i do not know what you're talking about so he's over here trying to click 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 and and do a quick read yeah so the the color purple is um it's it's really about slavery but it's like kind of this it's it's from it's based on a book the color purple uh, that won awards in itself, but then it won, I don't know how many Academy Awards, I'll have to look it up. Let's see. Color Purple was your pick? If you want to seem highfalutin. All right. I think this What's started off really, really Irvin, good. do you have a rebuttal? 
Yeah. So with Schindler's List, it's it's historical, man. It's it's based off of the Holocaust, and so yeah. And I, the I color know. purple is based off of slavery in America. I think you only picked that because I picked Schindler's List. You're like, oh shit, what am I gonna pick? Because I was gonna pick Schindler's List. Because I like that movie. Well, no one really likes that movie. It's a good movie. Okay. But... It, it, it is just a good movie. But I think Brian was totally planning for this to go a different way than it's going right now. And I'm kind of happy that it's way. kind of going this way versus his Battle Royale style. So, so what were you thinking? Like Lincoln? Oh, no. Brian? I'm not participating in this conversation. I'm simply the judge. And I am judging that, unfortunately, Irvin wins this round because you conceded that that was the one you originally wanted to do. And so you picked a movie you'd never seen before. But this wasn't a battle royale. Like, I thought this was just we're going to talk about things in this topic. I didn't, oh. I didn't know what what this was. So I think I wanted to I wanted to. <laughs> you, were just bringing, judge you were just Supreme. you were you were narrowing down the battle royale. You just wanted to. Battle. Yeah. All right, Irvin, you uh, you won the last round, <laughs> so you get to pick the next topic. I am going to um, this stupid. This game. <laughs> no, I also picked. I won. Purple. I won, and I'm not happy. So <laughs> if that says anything. Uh. Uh, but okay. So that being said, Chandler's list wins. But other movies in this category, which we've talked about, the color purple. But there's also Lincoln. I think like um, socialism, this sounded really good. Like yeah, on yeah. paper, it sounded good. But as we are throwing it into effect, I'm like, it's not it's not playing out like uh, like we want it to. So, no, I'm just saying like it's a it's a good it's a good topic for like it's a good category of his movies. Right. It's a good breakdown is like what of his movies that you it's like reading like Atlas Shrugged we- or something like that. When you say, OK, I've done it like you you know you you put yourself through it because kind of in playing off of brian's because i was like what's his best like science fiction movie or what is his best war movie or what is his best you know kind of like that but another one i was thinking is what is because after talking about schindler's list and color purple what is his best movie based off a book so you've got Schindler's List. Yeah, Color Purple. Then you've got uh, Jurassic Park, uh, Hook. Um, so, so again, Schindler's List would win. Jurassic Park would win. Um, I I think Minority Report might be the, the sleeper on this one because it, it's a great film. I think it's it's really enjoyable action it's uh it's got the the mystery kind of thriller aspect to it um the iphone debut in that mm, no it was the it was the one that had the the uh like the motion control like he was able to like do stuff with his hands and, and manipulate the screen um which they tried to do with the um the xbox connect or whatever but you know you have which yeah, uh, minority reports good, but then you also have that like that same year you have, or the next year or whatever. No, same year. You have Catch Me If You Can with Leo Great. and Tom. Had mm-hmm. we done the original kind of topic of our favorite movie, that would have been that would have been my pick. See, I can't, I I can't like yeah, I love that movie. It's one of those ones. That, like if it's on, I'll watch it. I that and the Terminal both. I love the Terminal with Tom. 
I've only seen I've only seen that once, and I remember really liking it, but I don't think I could get through it again. No, I, I yeah, I watched it like recently, rewatched it. Anne had never seen it, I don't think, or she had never seen it all the way through, and so she and I watched the Terminal, and I just yeah, I just remember how much I like that movie. Tom Hanks cracks me up in that one, uh, but Catch Me If You Can is such a good movie. Um, but I cannot overlook two of my all-time favorite series, which is Jurassic Park and Indiana Jones. Like, those are some of the greatest series ever made, you know, barring a couple of those movies, you know. Um, Just anything after Indiana Jones and Last Crusade, just don't talk about it. And then, you know, anything after... Um, Lost World Jurassic Park. Just don't talk about it. Well, this new one should has high expectations, but the newer ones are the newer ones are fine. Um, but he hasn't been directing those, has he? I don't think so. Right. So I think he like. I don't even think he did. I don't even think he did the third one. Yeah, he didn't. So we can't. We can. But we he did do Crystal Skull on Indiana Jones. Ryan's favorite movie. Kind of blew it there. It has uh, it stars his favorite actor Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, awesome. I just can't. Yeah, I mean, it's Indiana Jones, man. It's Indiana Jones. It like, like shaped my childhood. You know, it's awesome. Wait. So are we still on the? book or movies based on books no no, no 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 just, just go this is just melded this is melted this is into bleh. a favorite is, spielberg okay battle royale battle royale yeah all right well trey since we're talking about your favorite spielberg movie i think that the obvious answer is going to be the color purple because <laughs> how can you have like all of those movies are imperfect in that they end and that you have seen them before, but the color purple is a movie you've never seen before and therefore is perfect in its unviewed. Pristine. Sort of like, it's, it, pris- it could, it's, it's pristine. It's, yeah, unviewed. it's It's innocent. It's untouched by your gaze and right. therefore it could be a perfect movie. Could be. You'll never know. It, it got a nominated for like everything under the sun. It didn't win shit, but you know, I thought well, it but did. to be a nominated is it itself, had Oprah in it. It had yeah. Oprah in it. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg and Oprah. The only thing more you could want for that movie is to have seen it. And I think that <laughs> may be an ask too far. And that's I, why your favorite movie, Trey, is The Color Purple. It has to be. I actually yes. like the idea of, of guessing each other's uh, favorite Spielberg movie. We can't keep changing the format <laughs> mid-episode. Yeah, we says absolutely who? He says who? He's producing. I, I don't even know if I'm going to use this because most of it is unusable, I'm not going to fucking lie to y'all. <laughs> like I'm over here thinking, I'm like, I guess I could use part of that. I was like, yeah, maybe that. So likely. Uh, okay. So Trey, I'm going to guess that your favorite Spielberg movie is war of the worlds. And here's why. Okay. It's got Tom Cruise. And I think you're drawn to his short man energy. Sold. I think that it's also got um, 
what's the name of the dude that played Goku in Dragon Ball Evolution? Anyway, it's got that guy. It's got the God, really what you're talking about. Uh, is it Justin Chat? Chat? Oh, it's just ah, I can't look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Never uh, heard of that movie? I don't know what you're talking about. War of the Worlds, the remake. No, I keep going back to Minority Report. Stop clicking on Minority Report. God, I keep doing that. Okay. War of the Worlds. Justin Chatwin. Justin Chatwin. Man, what a what a name. Anyway, it's got Dakota Fanning, um, who was crying the whole time. The whole movie. Whole movie. Um, and also, I think that you are always going to be drawn to movies that have a nice environmental message, which is... The more we pollute, the more likely we are to stave off an alien invasion. Um, so it's pro-pollution in a way. And that, I think, is really going to appeal to your attitudes about how we can become more of a blight upon the Earth. Right. Um, and I think that when you look at the tripods, you think... That, that looks like me. me. That could be me. And that fundamentally is why you are most in love with the war of the worlds. No, I, I, I agree with that. And I think that some of it has to do with like me feeling this alien race that comes to the planet and does absolutely zero research and like spends countless dollars of their money, whatever that may be on flying an invasion force over here but you know not taking the time to do any kind of samples or anything like that and then just basically wiping out my species that that speaks to me as half-assing everything yeah and yeah I, I mean i really feel it i think you're right i think yeah, you're right for sure like mastered interstellar travel mastered uh human disintegration rays mastered turning people into like weird veins that are littered all over the planet all over the planet. um yeah doing a little bit of of research on just like medicine and you know disease communication no i'm not going to worry about that at all cool all right well that means that i won the battle royale no uh, no you have you guys next time your, on the podcast so i think stay nerdy my friends you're i think you're <laughs> catchphrase <laughs> that's, terrible catchphrase. <laughs> that's terrible that's terrible. Um, I uh, think it's funny because it's true. I think your favorite. Um, I, I'm torn between your favorite, Brian. I think it's either going to be the BFG. Yeah. Um, yeah. For based sure. on the beloved Roll Doll, um, book, because you're just giant and ugly, and maybe that's why. Good. But, I love to hear it. I love it. But hundred percent chance this sh- this episode never airs. <laughs> Keep going. But, Wait, but, is the BFG seek the sequel to James and the Giant Peach? Because I have no idea. No one cares. What else is the BFG that, that stand, eating? Doesn't that stand for Big Fucking Giant? Yeah, nah, it's Big Friendly Giant. You dumb but dumb. It's Big Pretty Fucking much. Giant. Big Fucking Giant. No, it stands for Big Fucking Gun and Doom. Pew pew pew. Um, but I think that. You know, while that may speak to you more on a personal level, I, th- I think deep down your favorite is Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yes, yes. Keep selling me on it. It's what's the best part about that movie, as far as I'm concerned. It's it's taking an old man 
yeah. like basically bringing him back from the dead and slapping some old characters and some new characters onto a movie that should have never existed in the first place. Most is notably, this, Shia LaBeouf as a greaser. Is this movie Weekend at Bernie's with the Indiana Jones franchise? Yes. So this this movie took what was a hollowed out, desiccated corpse of a franchise, put it on strings, and then took it out for a, a wild ride and yes. just got into some crazy hijinks. Yes, and introduced aliens. Yeah. For no fucking reason. I mean, granted, the other movies are so based in fact, but, <laughs> you know. It's uh, it it took how long? So how so how long was it between the two? So there was, this was two thousand eight, right? Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was two thousand and eight, and the Last Crusade was nineteen eighty nine. Twenty year gap. Last Crusade is my favorite of the four, and they stopped in nineteen eighty nine, and they were like, cool good done we beat the nazis everything's great 20 years later hey no i got an idea okay i've actually this now that we're talking about it this gives me an idea what if the fifth indiana jones movie which isn't under production and hopefully does not star shia labeouf is it okay here's the okay let me pitch you the movie and then tell me if you're going to help produce it um after the events of kingdom of the crystal skull indiana jones was doing some archaeology bullshit in Ant- in antarctica and he get, like falls into a crevasse and is like seemingly lost and 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 thought to be killed um this would have happened in like losing 19- we're losing fast Losing it yeah. fast. Okay, so this happened in 1957, right? So the okay, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was in 1957. Y'all I just positioned myself a little bit more comfortable here. <laughs> so that that's the setup of the movie. He's he falls in the crevasse, and then it it just like fades to black, and then you see the, the Who's ass you know is he falling into huh? Whose ass is he falling into? It's 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 actually Krev's ass. Krev's uh, so, ass. Krev. so he falls into Krev's Krev's frozen ass. <laughs> and it, then it fades to black and it says like, you know, 70 years later and In he wakes up far, far away. No, he wake. No, listen, listen. So he wakes up or he's like, they, they thaw him out and they're like, oh my God, we found ancient archaeologist um, Indiana Jones. We're bringing you back to life in the year 2000 and like 19. And he's well, like, Ben Solo oh. killed him. He's like, oh, good. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an archaeologist. God damn it! You know, I'm, I'm a gruff old man. Who, who, who's the bad guys now? Is it like super communists? And they're like, no, actually, there's, there's still Nazis now. He's like, god damn it! I gotta get my hat back on. So he gets to fight Nazis in the future. How cool would that be? And like the shit that he's archaeologying now is like shit from like the 80s. So he's like coming across Atrex. He's like, look at this. Fe- this technology, ancient civilization. This kind of sounds like a like a you may have heard of it. It's a indie film uh, called Star Wars. They pretty much fight you know space Nazis. 
and Han Solo's in it. That would be Indiana Jones six. Right. You gotta you gotta skip a couple thousand years. And and he's Still going Nazis. to in that one, he's gonna play Han Solo Sr. and he's gonna go and bang <laughs> Mrs. Han Solo Sr. Yep. And then leave but him on whatever it's... Amelia Clark planet he's on. Anyway, yeah. I think it's gonna be a great franchise. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna bring everything together. I think I'm just gonna make just that part an episode. Be like, hey guys, no episode this week, but please enjoy this fucking rant. Terrible pitch. <laughs> please enjoy this pitch. Let us know what you think. Anyway, so I just want to see him fight future Nazis. Or I guess c- today Nazis. <laughs> Let's see what is Urban's favorite. Are we still are we still doing this? Yes. No, I thought Ur- uh, Urban's favorite was War of the Worlds because uh, no, that was that was you said that. Oh, one that was, was me. Mine. Saying, okay, so yeah. okay, that that wasn't the definitive answer. Okay, whatever. I think Urban's favorite. Oh, did you is... do a, did you do my thing, Brian? I did not. Did no. not attention. I think I think Your Urban's favorite is ET. E. E. the extraterrestrial because he kind of looks like ET. The bald. Yeah. And you can do that neck thing. Yeah, and his skin's real wrinkly and kind of like <laughs> it looks it looks slimy, but if you touch it, it'd be like dusty, like a dusty, slimy skin. And he really likes uh Reese's pieces. That's true. That part is actually true. Uh yeah, the whole thing was true. Okay. So no battle royale, no picking other people's favorites. Urban, what's your favorite? Steven Spielberg movie. It's and 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 you can have a couple like, hey, this is my favorite sci-fi one. This is my favorite kind of based on real life one. This is my kind of, you know. Yeah. So you then you already know my two picks just based off that off that statement. For me, it's going to be Catch Me If You Can. I think the character of Frank Abagnale, Abagnale. I forgot. Abagnale. 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 I think I think it's Abagnale, right? Because it's Italian. Um, no, it's French. Is it French? Whatever. No, no one so, fucking cares. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. He's a really interesting person, especially to, from like a actual life standpoint, go from being a bad guy to then technically being a good guy. Right. And then he becomes rich as well. As a so good just, guy. As a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like this actually happened is uh, is super interesting to me. And so it's just a very intriguing character. So I really like that. And then obviously uh, Ready Player One, even though the book is better and had this actually, had Disney owned this property, had they gotten the rights to this, I think Ready Player One would have been significantly better because they'd had so much more IP they could have thrown into the movie. Whereas here they had to kind of make some adjustments, make some compromises to what yeah. they could and could not do just because of royalty standpoint or uh, copyright infringement, etc. Mm-hmm. So, but still a fun movie. Highly recommend it. But yeah, those are my two. Trey, what are your two favorite movies from the corpus of Mr. Spielberg, Jay? Jurassic Park and Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade are probably my two favorites. And that's hard to do like that's and that's really hard because that's leaving out uh, Saving Private Ryan, which is like a one of the greatest movies ever Great made. Great movie, yeah. Now, do I want to watch it like every weekend? No, it's. it's Tom Hanks is in there, right? Yeah. 
Tom Hanks is in everything. Was it, well, Tom Hanks is in a lot of Spielberg movies. Now that I think about yes. it, that's what we should. That's what we. That's that should have been the topic right there. What is the best favorite Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks movie, or what is the best Tom Hanks movie? That's Tom Steven Hanks Spielberg. Spielberg movie. Yeah, right. And that was still probably for me. Be catch catch me if you can. Even even like going that topic, but Terminal. I mean, the Terminal is really good, but I think Catch Me If You Saving Can. Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan's great movie. Um, what else does he do? There's another one that I saw that he's in, but I hadn't seen it. I forget what it's called. Um. Oh, you're uh, you're thinking of uh, da, 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 Bridge of Spies. He's in yeah. uh, he's in Bridge of Spies. Tom Hanks is. Um, like there's one more too, but yeah, I was thinking of Bridge of Spies. So yeah, I mean those those are probably my my two, and and that kind of goes with the nostalgic like feel, you know, like Jurassic Park. Like I remember that being probably like the biggest most popular movie at the time and like being old enough to go like see it you know not not legally or whatever you know because i don't i think it was too it was at least pg-13 if not rated r but yeah i mean it's such a good movie and it you know spawned this great franchise and i and like the lost world i love too you know it's 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 more goldblum you know that's that's a good thing um and isn't that Chris Pratt in World? No. Yeah. Is it? And yeah, I'm in uh, World, yeah. Oh no, 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 yeah. Okay, so it's Chris Pratt and yeah, but I'm thinking it's Vince Vaughn in The Lost World. Like out of nowhere, he's the photographer, but he ends up like working for like the good guys or whatever. Just like out of nowhere. Anyway. Um yeah. So Lost World, Jurassic Park, and then Jurassic Park 3, we'll forgive that and just kind of skip over that with the talking Velociraptor. Alan. <laughs> Alan. God, that was that was a terrible, terrible movie. And then uh, but then Jurassic World was good. That's Pratt. Yeah. Um, you know, it's the same, it's the same movie again, just you know, 20 years later. Um, but what if we opened the park? Right. Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. I think I saw this one. That's one where they decide that they can point a laser gun at someone to, to target them for a raptor to then go kill. And the obvious question becomes, if you're able to paint someone with a laser gun, yeah. why not just shoot, shoot them, them with a regular gun? Right. <laughs> why, why spend $4 billion on the, just the Raptor itself, not including the, you know, the, the training technology, the food, the waste disposal of a, you know, eight ton dinosaur. Um, and then you explain how you get a Raptor across, you know, international borders. There is a new one coming out in 2022 Jurassic world dominion. What is this one about? Does anyone know yet? Or is it still mm, too far away? I have no idea. It does have the the old cast in it, though. So, yeah. Uh, the new one coming out. Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, Laura Dern, Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum. I'm not even going to try. Scott Hayes, Dykin Lockman. B.D. Wong. B.D. Wong made his comeback. He's coming back. He's in it again. Yeah. Ooh. B.D. Wong. He ends up being the bad guy. And he was the scientist from the original um 
original movie. And then he was in the bad guy in one of the new Chris Pratt ones. Yeah, he was in uh, uh, World. What else has he done? He's been in some shit. I like B.B. Wong. He actually spent the entire last two decades just developing dinosaur technology. Yeah. So he, he did. Whenever he speaks about it, he knows. All right. What is, uh, what is your. So Irvin's given, given his, what is your favorites? Brian. I will only pick one. I really like artificial intelligence. It's the color a, of purple. The color of purple. Purple. Yeah. Purple color. Uh, I forgot what the fuck it was. <laughs> The purple movie? That purple one. That one. Uh, No, I really, really like AI, artificial intelligence. It's a really weird movie. Mm -hmm. It so depressing. It's yeah. It's weird because you it keeps almost like it it keeps changing on you. Like at first Mm -hmm. you think okay it's gonna be this, and then it's something different, and then it's kind of an adventure movie, and then it gets to the part where the adventure keeps going and then they just kind of stop. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, now we're 10,000 years in the future. Spoiler warning. And by the it time came it, out, it came out 20 years ago, I think we're okay. Yeah. And it, by the time you get to the end of it, it's a really nice, simple fairy tale almost. And it's got these just stunning visuals. It, it kind of, moves past the the horror of being a an artificial intelligent artificially intelligent um person and the you know the discrimination and all the the horror that comes from that uh being basically chopped up um but that being said it it it's it's a movie that i can always go back to and kind of and see something new and just frankly i think it's got Teddy, who is probably the coolest character in any movie, because he's this walking, talking, super toy teddy bear, and he's just a badass, and he ultimately saves the day by the end of the movie. So I really like, I really like AI, artificial intelligence. It's, Good little sci-fi. Yeah, it's um, it's so it's so strange that it's it it has the Philip K. Dick, Isaac Asimov feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, which I guess everything kind of does because they really started that or they cemented that genre, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's by Brian Aldis, who I don't know. I'm just now reading this. Um, Super Toys Last All Summer Long by Brian Aldis is written in 1969 short story, and that's what it's based off of. Hmm. Um but yeah, it, it is. I mean, it kind of becomes like a fairy tale mm-hmm. and that's, and that's a theme throughout, but with the feel of a, you know, um, Philip K. Dick or an Isaac Asimov story. But interesting also in this is that AI was dedicated to Stanley Kubrick. Which yeah, I saw that he was originally directing it, and that's that's fascinating. And it just, all, all the stuff that he could have done, and what what that would have looked like differently. Because I think he was was he also directing that he he died before he was able to finish. So on March seventh, nineteen ninety nine, six days after screening a final cut of Eyes Wide Shut for his family and the stars, Kubrick died in his sleep at the age of seventy, suffering a heart attack. His funeral was held five days later at. So maybe that's what you're thinking. Eyes wide shut. Yeah. 
which is a great Kubrick film. I started rewatching that again for the first time in a very, very long time the other day, but I didn't finish it. Okay, here we go. AI, um, artificial intelligence, unrealized projects, collaborative by an artist and expanding short story super tours into the three act film. Long telephone conversation with Spielberg is regarding the film, and according to Spielberg, at one point stated the subject matter was closer to Spielberg's sensibilities than his. Following Kubrick's 1999 death, Spielberg took the drafts and notes left by Kubrick and Kubrick and his writers and composed a new screenplay based on an earlier 90-page story treatment by Ian Watson under Kubrick's supervision and specifications. Napoleon was the other one. Hmm. Following 2001, a space Odyssey, Kubrick planned to make a film about the life of Napoleon, fascinated by the French leader's life and self-destruction. He spent a great deal of time planning the film's development and conducted about two years of research in Napoleon's life reading several hundred books and gaining access to his personal memoirs and commentaries. Anyway, talking about AI is kind of cool because it's that's a good one to, you know, everybody's seen Jurassic Park and everyone's seen Indiana Jones, but AI is one of those ones that kind of flies under the radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Catch Me If You Can flies under the radar. Terminal yeah. flies under the radar. And AI... <laughs> flies under the so radar as well. Spielberg movies that fly under the radar. Let me see if I can give you one that I like that flies under the radar. Let me let me go back. I can just talk about it real quick. I guess it's well, so okay. So you did yeah, you did talk about uh catch me if you can. A little bit, yeah. I'll... And then he talks about AI artificial intelligence. And so one that falls in that and it was it's the terminal. And it's, it's not, I mean, it's, it's still a big movie. Like, I mean, it's still, Steven Spielberg directed it. So like that's, it's already given it some pretty good chops. Um, And what's funny, you know, kind of going back to what we're saying, catch me if you can, Tom Hanks, the terminal Tom Hanks. Um, And this one is, is based on a true story and it's, and I've, I've actually done some reading on it because I'm like, this is, there's no it's, way it's that too far fetched. Yeah, yeah. I, there's no way that you can not have heard about this before this movie came out. You know, and the movie came out in 2004, but it is based on a true story, but not in the United States. It was actually, I think, it, I'm pretty sure it was London Heathrow, and it was not played out in the same way that they do it in the film, where he's like his basically home goes into civil war. It was something similar to that, but he did it more to himself because he just didn't want to go home and but he could never Mm. be granted asylum and yeah i mean it's the the story the true story so the who this is based off of is a lot more convoluted and a lot like there's a lot more legalese in it than is given in spielberg's adaptation of the story but it's so well done it's tom hanks at his best um very great cast outside. I mean, yeah, it's primarily him, but you know, Catherine Zeta Jones plays like his little kind of love interest or whatever. And, you know, just kind of that passing, passing in the night kind of deal. Stanley Tucci is hilarious as the head of security for um, JFK airport. Um, I'm trying to think it's the guy from, from waiting he was the like wise dishwasher from waiting you remember that movie waiting with yeah, uh, yeah, Ryan yeah. Reynolds? 
I know who you exactly who you're talking about, but I don't know his name. Oh, let me see if I can find his name. And as soon as you say it, I'm gonna be like, "Yep, that's his name." Oh yeah, uh, Chi McBride. Yeah, no, that's not what I was thinking. But no, okay, Kenneth, Kenneth <laughs> Chi McBride, Chai McBride, mm. Chi McBride. But yeah, yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, then um, Zoe Saldana's in it. She is the. Is she really? Yeah, she is the um, one of the security personnel. She's like one of the ones that you go to to, and it, this is this is actually you're gonna get a kick out of this. So she works behind the desk, and so she, um, the character Tom Hanks character Victor Novorsky goes and sees her every day to try and get his necessary um, documents. documents to get out, either to go home or to go out into New York. And the um, one of the food service guys um, has a huge crush on Zoe Saldana's character. And so like he talks to her every day for him and in exchange for the food service guy to feed him because he can't get access to easy access to food. And so like they start going back and forth and like he plays like the middleman and they end up getting together. Spoiler. Um but they end up getting together um, because she's, she lets slip to Tom Hanks character that she likes going to conventions, Star Trek conventions. And so she has, yeah. Yeah. So she does the tricky, you know, she does like the live long and prosper hand sign, the Vulcan hand sign in the terminal in 2000 and four, whenever it came out. And then she ends up, playing Uhura in the J.J. Abrams version of Star Trek. It's kind of funny. That is pretty. I like that. Um, but really good, really good movie. One of the ones, like, yeah, it's it's a chill movie. It is comedic in some ways. There's, you know, it's Tom Hanks being just charming, funny with his uh, terrible Eastern European accent <laughs> from Krakosia. I remember that Krakosia. Um, but yeah, it kind of flies under there. Kind of flies under the radar. Um, That's a good one. And I've seen it. I literally, I think I've only seen it once though, where right. some of his, some other Spielberg movies I've seen more than once, but I really, I remember really enjoying it. And I remember being young too and still enjoying it, which. So I, one thing I remember is it was always on, the uh, dorm like U of H cable movie. You remember what you remember that like that movie channel we got in the dorms? It, I forgot what channel it was. It was like the same like four movies on repeat. It was this was oh was that, that's probably movies. where I first watched it. Then. Yeah, yeah, and I and I so it would come on like in the middle of the night, and I'd still be awake for whatever freaking reason, and so I'd sit and watch this movie to go to sleep to. And that's why I know this movie so well. It's because okay. I watched it so many times, like just to go to sleep too. Yeah, no, I the opposite for me. Well, guys, that seems like it is the end of this episode here. Thank y'all so much for joining me, Brian Trey. Guys, please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five star, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about us. Help us grow this audience. To keep on with the tradition here, enter catchphrase here oh that's terrible 
Catch you all in the next episode.